Grog. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sideship Podcast. It's me, Peter Fickling, Kerry Warbis, and Matthew Weir. So, Matthew, two young men torn away from their social lives to uh, be exploited by an older woman. Doesn't seem plausible, does it? It would never happen. No. <laughs> Kerry? <laughs> well, if I was Julianne, I wouldn't need to pay. <laughs> but, but the exploiting and um, sex with the younger men is fine. Oh, God, are we starting off with prostitution debate? Come on, that is the perfect segue for a, a, a plea for Patreon and an advert, surely. Ah, right, yes, we are prostitutes of the podcast world. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I see, sorry. So, yeah, um, hey, everyone, if you want us to be your Rory's, go to patreon.com forward slash the Cider Shed. Uh, any of your um, gifts will be uh, gratefully received. Matthew might sleep with you. We can't promise that. It's, you know, it's, just, it's a maybe. Matthew? I, I don't think I can. Okay, so no sex, but yeah, money gratefully received. And if you want to avoid the upcoming advert, that's where to go. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So we're kicking off with the debate about prostitution, are we? Let's get heavy really early on. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. I did think that Ben had a point about in quizzing Rory about what's going on. And it was almost more like the lying side of it was the worst part, I think, at yeah. first. Um, but then he went, you know, he, he went in on the moral front and said, you know, you are a prostitute, aren't you? And then I thought, oh, is prostitution bad? I don't know can be bad can't it and wouldn't shouldn't you say sex worker possibly yeah so you should have had a right go at him about the wrong term (laughs) (laughs) actually i think you'll find i'm a sex worker uh but it was interesting i thought that he wouldn't he didn't want his family to know he was very angry about that but on the other hand was saying i'm doing nothing wrong prostitution is a complicated thing isn't it you know uh, if if it's not legal then it's then people get exploited, so get exploited even if it is legal. I mean, so anyway, the point is, it was more the pomposity that I struggled with from Ben. I don't, I don't approve of Rory's choices, but then I don't feel particularly judgmental towards him either. Um, if you are going to be a sex worker, then it's obviously a he's he's not experiencing the worst version of sex work, is he? So mm. it's difficult to feel overly sorry for him, although it's not to downplay the fact that he could still be exploited. Mm. But basically. Uh, because it's an entertainment show and I'm not um, trying to be, you know, morally pure when I'm listening to the Archers, I just got irritated with how pompous Ben was being. 
Yeah. Do you not think his pomposity came from a place of concern? I don't know. It's hard to separate the moral high ground thing with I'm concerned about my mate who's lying to me and I don't know much about this woman. And If one of you two did end up being a sex worker, I don't think I would ever talk to you in such a kind of um, talk, try and talk down to you from my, my inferred moral high ground. I think I would try and be a little bit more sort of empathic and ask, you know, questioning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That well, makes... having known people that do sex work, mm. it is a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's their job, isn't it? You don't. You don't. I feel like Ben has started to morph into Beth a little bit with his his morality and the fact. Mm. You know, is it really Rory's? Um, does he have to tell Ben that he's sleeping with Julianne? I just thought it's not the be all and end all, is it? Maybe I'm just morally bankrupt. I don't know. There was that bit. There was a bit where Ben was pushing him, and mm. I, about who he'd been on a date with. Who's the girl? And I thought you can say, um, her name's Newly Jan, and we get on really well. <laughs> but he's just he's covering up terribly, isn't he? Mm. He can't. And how long has it been going on? Because my impression from the show, first off, and I only listened once tonight, was that it only happened once and this was the first time. Well, the actual sleeping with bit. Yeah, because the last time we heard an interaction with Julianne, they had slept in separate rooms because she was asking him, oh, how was your room, etc. But Mm. this time they were in the same room, but I got she called him twice, which was a bit pushy as well. Yeah. And the first time he blew her off, and then two seconds Wait. later, oh hi, it's me. hi, oi. <laughs> the second time it was like, oh, it's me again. Do you, um, have you completely changed your mind from twenty seconds ago? And I just feel that it's happened sometime in the last month, hasn't it? The 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 deal has changed. Or it's shifted. Month. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and because the lines have been blurred, I don't think Rory quite realizes the full weight of what he's doing i mean and then ben at the end you know there's no other way of putting it and i just thought he was gonna go you're a slag <laughs> but he didn't i was very disappointed or or even worse there's no way, way, other way of putting it you're a legend <laughs> a horrible horrible clarkson-esque kind of like handbrake turn in the place. Yes, that, in. that would have been like shagging people and getting paid for it in result yeah. yeah oh it's I think, yeah, Ben's clumsily being concerned. Mm. Really. But he's been brought up by Ruth and David, so he's going to be very sort of narrow thinking, isn't he, I suppose? Yeah, I mean, Ruth's been paying for sex for years. <laughs> <laughs> What's her currency? <laughs> the right to be pompous, just, you know, dead air to fill with her vacuous mm-hmm. shite. No, she um, talks. She talks dirty in a Geordie accent. Do I got a lot of praise on Twitter for my Geordie accent. I was quite pleased. Someone gave me the ultimate compliment. They said I sounded like Peter Beardsley's wife from um, <laughs> Atletico Mints, which uh, oh. I was very pleased about. So thank you. Yeah. Didn't you try to do Joy last week and veer into Bob Mortimer? Was that the week before? A couple of weeks uh, ago. Yeah, exactly. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, a, uh, but Bob Mortimer does an absolutely brilliant um, Carol Beardsley impersonation on Atletico Mints. Uh, um, Atletico yeah. Mints is divine, isn't it? Yeah, uh, a, a football podcast that rarely bothers itself with football. Actually, a bit like mm. us in the Arches a mm. lot of weeks. 
I, I was a bit sad that no one thought that my um, Pip impersonation was really good last week. You see, you've set yourself a problem here, Kerry. Your Peggy <laughs> is so f***ing good that everything else just pull, you know, sort of fades into the background. I wasn't upset. All I did was really go... <laughs> yeah, which is your is the exact same critique you have of Amy, to be honest. Yes, true. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think your Pip undulated enough, Kerry. Oh yeah, I'll I'll work on it. Well, even listening in, on my phone in a um in a campsite kitchen, I can tell you it did undulate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> came came across. Um, oh God, okay, undulating. Um, Are you sure that wasn't because you've eaten some dodgy sausages at the time, Peter? No, by the way, you f-ers. the rainbow sausages. They were perfectly good sausages, and no one in the family ended up with the squits. Call me boring, call me stupid, call me anything you like, but do not criticise a man's sausages. <laughs> I did a photo compilation on Instagram to kind of explain various things that we talked about that weren't archers related. And someone, and at the last minute, I just omitted your rainbow sausages because I thought you would be upset. And I had a comment, someone commented saying, where are the rainbow sausages? But the irony is, is the week before, Kerry had been um, blathering on about wo-wo sausages and how amazing they were. Blathering? Uh, enthusing. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll just go. I'm going to go now. Well, should we, should we, you know, I mean, we shouldn't have one of our massive spats on air. Maybe we should uh, um, uh, uh, diffuse the situation by talking about the lovely Denise. Oh, yeah. Mm, she's f***ing stupid. <laughs> Isn't she? she? She has plummeted so badly. So ruthless, Warbis. This week, I loved her. I love her voice. Then she believed in palmistry. Oh, right. Okay. I tell you what, she is a woman of wed- medicine. I would not want her touching my tortoise. <laughs> oh, dear. How can but... you believe in that kind of stuff mm. if you're all. Oh, no offence to anyone that does. Yes, offence to anyone who does. People, you show someone your hand and they yes. tell you stuff about your future. Hang yes. on, we're back to sex work. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had the time to chart our listener figures against uh, Warby's truth bombs. <laughs> kind of like, you know, these kind of little mini cliffs where another 50, 50, 50 people or 100 people peel off because Warby's is like, and another thing. No, but come on. I mean, she literally said, oh, it's proved really useful going into that tent with Ardil. You moron. It was extraordinarily nonsensical, the whole thing. I mean, one of the weird things is that weeks where I really do have a lot to say, invariably I'm off at a campsite. <laughs> and last week I was I was ready to unleash that. I mean, it, it continued this week, but like just all of the nonsense with the... Uh, with the the, the, the palmistry and the, I've the... got a question for you too. Based on this, I'm I made a point of writing it in my notes that I've got to ask you and say to you. Right, do you two have currently something of a dilemma about a significant life issue? Yeah, Matthew. Mm, I feel guilty for saying no. I'm, well, I'm trying to figure out whether I add a 23 kilo bag to my EasyJet flight at Christmas. <laughs> That'll do. So my point being, that's what Ardil said to Denise, mm. isn't it? Well, he was trying to point her in the direction that this was all about Ruby. Oh. Because he said, um, 
you know, you've got a secret admirer. They give you puppy dog eyes. They like the way you have Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he was obviously trying to point her in the direction of a dog. Luckily, he didn't say she, you know, he likes the way you apply the lipstick. That would have been a bit awkward. But uh, (laughs) he, because he was out of lies, wasn't he? Lillian had been feeding Mm. him all this secret info. And then suddenly he's caught cold when Denise walks in. She also said there was um was the life issue whether she was going to take this six month job elsewhere, or was it that she's going to live, uh, leave her boring as f- cyclist husband? I can't decide. She's in a rut, isn't she? She said. <clears throat> so yeah, John, the retired person who keeps cycling away from her <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um. It, things aren't going well there, are they? We've known this for many, many weeks. Oh, that that job elsewhere as well. That was all stupid, wasn't it? Because Alistair would, you would definitely have mentioned it to Alistair, wouldn't you? You wouldn't have said, oh, I thought you knew. Oh, why haven't you told? They would have spoken about it before accidentally, in inverted commas, finding that out. Yeah, Kerry, you're picking at the the thread on a jump that's rapidly rapidly unravel. He's going to have to declare his love within the next fortnight, isn't he? Did you not feel a certain amount of relief when Jacob just said to um, Alistair, "You know, you're you know you're infatuated with her. You're the one." Mm-hmm. Like, thank God that sped it up a little bit. I also like the bit where he said, "And if I can see it." <laughs> it's definitely yeah. happening because I literally don't care about anyone or anything and I've noticed it's happening yes that was great and actually as a double act Alistair and Jakob are great I think mm-hmm. I do like Jakob because he's useful isn't he he can take he can take things in unexpected directions he mm-hmm. can sort of he can also his completely over the top and unrealistic bluntness can basically be our spokesperson in the show sometimes and tell some odious people to F off. Yeah. How was um, Alistair meant to trial the dog biscuits? I presume he was meant to give them to other dogs because Denise made it sound like he was going to eat them. Yeah, it was like, do you want a cup of tea? Have you tried the dog biscuits? And Alistair cracked a funny, didn't he, by saying, I'm more of a chocolate digestive man myself. Given that he was looking at Denise, I thought he was going to say, like, no, I'm busy with this Bonio right now. (laughs) <laughs> Alistair's 60 isn't he oh is he he's nearly 60 because he got a f- didn't he get offended about the geriatric cricket um sorry everyone god that's, yeah. that's a few more listeners gone but he, he was offended that he might be considered for the team for the seniors team didn't that's he? that's true yes what was the what was the the criteria 65 or 60 for the seniors cricket team What's your point here? How old is Denise? Well, I was just curious about because she her husband's just retired. She's obviously still working. Um, and so I was just trying to get a sort of a, mm. a fix on. I mean, she's not she's a very pleasantly well-rounded kind of like mature woman. I mean, she's not mm. like, you know, in terms of the way she's played, she's she could be. She's quite fun. She could be a, she could be a wide range of ages. Right. She could be all the way down to sort of, I guess my age and as sort of as and as old as Alistair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 She she was a good character <laughs> and good fun person. Is that it's that absolute, is it? Is, <laughs> Until, is like that? Well yeah, I mean 
if people believe in horoscopes, they plummet in my estimation. Oh, typical Aries. <laughs> I did meet a guy at a party the other day and he started doing the horoscope thing and I did vote with my feet. Yeah. Well, you started kicking him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but something does happen when people say that, doesn't it? In your mind, you think, right, it's the, there's a sound in your brain that's they're going down well uh, matthew ever since i had what would warvis do tattooed on the back of my hand i found myself getting in a lot of trouble <laughs> yeah i mean it's generally you know seven pints fight a kebab isn't it friday through monday isn't there some tv show in brighton where they cover the police going round? night coppers like, night yeah. coppers yeah my mum's been watching that max mimi and myself have watched it and basically mainly they go around buying takeaway food. Okay. And how much, uh, how much do you get from that, Kerry? <laughs> but there's no actual preventative policing at all. It's all swooping in on terrible messes, seeing what you can do, and then driving it away again. George is. Uh, probably most likely to appear on um, one of your TV programs, isn't he? Um, I he he they've really got the accelerator pedal down on George's character development, haven't they? They do they never miss a chance for him to get worse, be more of a shit bag. So like you know this room that he's been angling for because he wants to get closer mm -hmm. to Will, and it's there's not enough space at the caravan. It turns out he just wants another room to you know brew up in. Is that the correct term? Mm. Maybe. But anyway, it's yeah. just like, or, or, or the fact that he was so, was it Will that he was being so ruthless about behind his back? Well, no, it was Nick, wasn't it? He was being incredibly was horrible about Nick. Horrible about Nick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I took something different from that because he said his earliest memory of Nick was her smacking him. And he isn't... Um, unfeeling because he cried buckets about joe dying and i suddenly started thinking about his troubled youth and he lives with his stepdad and his mum in a mobile home he was beaten by uh, nick well he got a smack he wasn't beaten well, you know, yeah, but you were beaten to Fleetwood Mac. It means nothing to you. Um, do you know, I, I just thought they put that in there because I know he's a shit, obviously, but part of me was thinking there are reasons why he is. To be honest, Kerry, it um, it means nothing to me that I was beaten to Ultravox, not to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Vienna. Well, no, it works better with Fleetwood Mac because there's Chain, The Chain. That's one of the <laughs> songs you've be been with, Tusk. Yeah, it was Rumours. Uh, rumours yeah. had to run run around the garden while, um, you know, secondhand news was playing while I was getting kicked up the jacks. Yeah, oh, poor Matthew. But, um, yeah, George's, um, George's potential potential future as a uh, uh, upstanding mm -hmm. member of society was run over by Nick at an early age. Do you think at all that, there was a little frisson between him and Chelsea that they might get it on. I, yeah, I worried about that. Mm. The Chelsea-George uh, thing, that would be too much for me. I, I won't be able to take it. Oh, I didn't get any of that. I, do you know what I was so wrapped up in this week? 
is I feel that because a couple a couple of weeks ago we heard that Brad was going out dressed as Obi Wan for no reason whatsoever, mm. and then last week he dis- he confessed to George that he would spend their vaping earnings on a retro Darth Vader figure, and then now he's going to do a Warbis style family marathon of the the Star Wars movies. I think they're stealing a Star Wars story here. I think that, and bear with me, <laughs> I think <laughs> that Brad is Obi-Wan and George is the young Anakin Skywalker turning to the dark side who's about to have some really messed up relationship with another family member, which he shouldn't be having. And Who's uh, Craig Gable's the Death Star? <laughs> the Chicken Factory is the Death Star. Oh, right, okay. I don't know what I'm talking about, obviously. No, I don't know either. I just suddenly started to think that there was something quite Star Wars-esque about everything that was happening. Just so you know, Kerry, your Peggy will do very nicely as a proxy Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) I son is a little shit, he is. (laughs) The Star Star Wars stuff, I like the very first one that came out. That was good. Mm-hmm. And maybe the second one. But when they started having that really bad animation thing of creatures, very bad. The prequels, which, as I was in charge of the Twitter last night, as people realised it wasn't you, Kerry, when Brad <laughs> just totally overlooked those in his marathon. I was like, yes, go on, son. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. No, he, he said, he said let's start with um, Star Wars, the original 77 one. If you want, we can watch Rogue One first just to okay. set it up. You see, I don't know the names of them, so this means nothing. I'm just thinking about how much Star Wars chat I'm going to have to edit out the pod tomorrow morning to keep our listeners. I'm trying to think how many Star Wars gags I'm going to put in each topic of our episode <laughs> description this week. Brad is doing well, though, isn't he, at standing up to George? And he, I really hope he can do it. The, my, the force is strong with Brad, isn't it? Are they going to be the Joe and um, uh, what's his chops? The next, you know, it's uh, the you know the two young men, polar opposites. Who is the other guy? Bert, Joe and Bert. They're the new Joe and Bert, aren't they? Mm. I will say this: I sat there tonight uh, listening when I was listening again to their exchange when they were in the pool room at the ball. They are brilliant actors both of those playing Brad and George. I mm. love hearing the back and forth between them. Yeah, I loved that scene actually in the pub. The whole thing, you know, with Chelsea, Tracy, Brad, and then the switch to Ed, Will and George playing pool and everything. That was like, I love that sort of thing. It's just ordinary stuff happening. I, I, I got quite nostalgic for the pub and playing pool. I've gone from playing pool in the pub probably five out of seven days to not basically going to a pub about once every six months. It's mm. one hell of a gear change. God, I love it. Were you a hustler, Peter? Uh, no, I'm, I'm too arrogant. I'm probably telling people how good I am straight, straight, out, straight off the, off the bat. I'm not very good, but you know, no, I'm not, I'm not, uh, um, I'm, I'm not a hustler. No. I used to play pool for money at university. Is that prostitution? <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to say this, Kerry. <laughs> no, you're Paul way. Newman. <laughs> so you're, you're Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Hey, we've got to use that. By the way, we, we had a we had a Paul Newman comment on one of our Facebook um, group mm. posts the other day. 
I mentioned it on the po- on a previous podcast. Maybe it's him. Yeah. Could be, couldn't it? My first boyfriend was called Paul Newman. Kerry and I have definitely talked about Paul Newman before and the fact that he was an extraordinarily good-looking man. Yes. He's a bit of all right, yeah. He is. I've got a strange plot prediction. I hope it's not true. Is that George is going to start running something out of the bedroom in the mobile home and the whole Emma and Ed's dream home is going to go up in a massive explosion and possibly someone will die. Yeah, I thought something similar. I thought it's uh, in New Zealand. You know, obviously New Zealand has strict laws. It's very remote. It's got a small population, so the 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 drugs economy is quite small. Like, um, you know, it's it's not worth the risk to to try and get some drugs in there. So, for instance, cocaine is incredibly expensive. So, um, uh, mobile homes and caravans go up left, right, and centre all over New Zealand because people are, um, you know, it's like Breaking Bad. They're they're cooking meth. Peter. Yeah. Ambridge isn't in New Zealand. No, but it just made me think of the. <laughs> well, it would make sense though, because Brad and George do. Brad and George do sound like hobbits. Oh, Brad definitely sounds like a hobbit. Yeah. So there's your New Zealand connection right there. Did you think that, Matthew? This week, I did. I thought that a couple of when they first came into it, when they were doing the bailing, I felt like I was watching Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. If um, if if George does kill everyone in this caravan fire, will it be Mordor? oh my god absolutely fantastic i retire i mean i'm not i'm no matthew but you know i have my moments oh that was a an amazing moment thank you very much Um, so let's go downhill then (laughs) Um, we've done prostitution we've done star trek done the fate we've done george we've done denise we didn't we didn't do the fate no, we didn't because Toya. Yeah, we skipped the fate and went straight to to the um, the oldest profession. It is a mystery to me how people get Ooh. so excited about these kind of celeb appearances on the Archers. Mm. I did a really good screenshot from Twitter the other day where one person had gone, "God, Toya's really good at this," and someone else went, "God, Toya, a bit wooden." <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's yeah. in your feed. And you're like, I mean, that's just everything you need to know about Twitter in a nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. She bought one of Will's pots. Well, I enjoyed that. Which could have been a sculpture, could have been a plate, depending on your needs. <laughs> I'm going to risk the wrath of Vorbis and say that I really like Will at the moment. And I've quite liked his... I liked him in the pub when he was drunk. He was like a quite sort of fuzzy, confused older brother dad. I quite liked him when he was trying to, um, you know, trying to be a good dad, um, dad to George. And I also liked his kind of kiddish enthusiasm when he was talking to Toya. I mean, obviously, over the years, I'm not a Will fan, but mm. lately he's been quite tolerable. If only his voice didn't do that weird, creepy thing. He does sound a bit um, Stuart Hawley, doesn't he? Even when he's trying to be sincere to someone, especially when he's trying to be sincere to someone, it sort of goes all a bit... Uh, you're weird and creepy. When you say Stuart Hawley, is that an objective form of Stuart Hall? Because we're going to get a lawsuit from a guy called Stuart Hawley otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that, that's, that's a, I've, I've mixed up our two worlds, haven't I? That's a joke from before the yeah. podcast has made it onto the podcast. Yeah, I think, Will... I, think we can, I think we can safely talk shit about Stuart Hall. <laughs> but, but Will is trying, isn't he? He sort of said, like, lay off, lay off George. Although maybe... He shouldn't lay off George because Ed is trying to get him on the right 
off-putting, isn't he? I I had to I had to be the severe dad this week. It was a bit of a shock to the system. I've only you know because it's fairly new. Like my son's Cyrus set up a vape lab. No, he has been he has been uh, pushing boundaries this week. He said he said he suddenly goes, "Oh, that was a bit thick of me." And I was like, "Who has said? Where did you get that word from?" Oh. It's such a cruel word. Here, has he got a lisp? And he was saying "sick" because you live in South London. <laughs> he does sound a little bit Danny Dyer, which I actually <laughs> love. But you know that is—it's just yeah, glorious. The three-year-old Danny Dyer. But but no, <laughs> anyway. But so no, but I've got quite—I had to get quite um, Ed Grundy with him about mm. the fact that someone's been using the word "thick" and he should not use that word, and it's not a nice word to use. Did you hit him to? Uh... Yeah, I then drop kicked him into the street and the bus ran over. Yeah. <laughs> can can you cannot beat Fleetwood Mac, as yeah. my parents said. Yeah. But you can beat me. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Oh. No, I'm afraid I'm afraid the uh, I'm afraid the beating and kicking uh, tradition ends with me. I'm sure it will with you as well, Matthew. I will have to say my parents didn't actually beat me to Fleetwood Mac. I hate to shatter everyone's myth here. Uh what was the the just to go back to the mm. fate, what was the piece that Toya bought in the end? Also, I don't understand. Will is Toya's massive, fa- uh, biggest fan, yeah. it seems, yet didn't mm. recognise her either <laughs> until like until about five minutes into the conversation. Everyone in Ambridge is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I th- th- finish the pod there. That is it. We don't need to see any more. Anything we say from now on is redundant and a waste yep. of time. Thank you. So the yeah. point that she was she was looking at the plate, and then she was looking at something else. She bought in the end. The plate was supposedly some look inspired by a chaffinch. Inspired was by it? a chaffinch, it was. Yeah. I was. I would have thought there would have been something more personalised. If Will was such a massive fan of Toya's videos, he would have had something inspired by a great tit. Is that her? The great tit. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a fan. She is a great tit, as far as I'm concerned. You know, these videos that they were going on about where she does, you know, all through the lockdown, she was doing her kind oh, of things. Yeah. I don't want to be too mean, but but it just seems so showy-offy. Well, also, that was a massive f***ing advert for that, wasn't it? Yeah. Where Will uh, was going, oh, you really must watch them. They are called this something something lunch thingy. They sing all different stuff by other people. It's like, is Toya shagging the boss of the BBC or something? No, she's shagging Robert Fripp, and how dare you suggest otherwise, Kerry. <laughs> there was that moment where he was going, put them on your phone now, Oliver. Go and put them on now. And I was like, no, don't do that, because they're a little inappropriate. Also, Oliver's phone is probably some sort of... <laughs> some Nokia brick that he just yeah. plays, sna- plays snake on. <laughs> And, and has mm. Adil's phone number and nothing else. Mm. She quoted William Morrison, the artist, didn't she? About having useful things in your That's house. William Morris. No, she said, Will, she no, said she William didn't. Morrison. He did. Ah, yes, you're right. She it said William wrong. Morris and then he said William Morrison back. Yep, because he's yeah, a you're fucking right. idiot. And do you know, do you, I, I looked up William Morrison on the back of that to see if they were the most famous William Morrison. Here's a bloody scam. He was a dentist who is most famous for inventing the candy floss machine. Brilliant. That sounds what like one of, George, that's one of George's schemes, Sean. Yeah, here, here's what we can do. We can make people's teeth fall out. 
and then charge him to put fake ones in, Brad. I was using, uh, as, a, as, a, as an attempt to scare my son, I was using a stud locator on, our, on the adults in the, house, in the house's heads to show him all the metal in our noggins. Oh, isn't that how you find Rory? Say, stud locator, Gary, stud locator. GCSE results, anyone? What did we think? Oh, I didn't understand those. Lots of nines, lots of eights and sevens. But um, someone, uh, Milon, what's her face? Milon Fred, is it? She put a very useful table on Twitter about what those numbers mean. Apparently the only seven he got was in geography. And apparently that's because the question was, how far is the other side of Felpersham from Adam's house? 20 minute drive. I didn't even know the numbers thing was a thing. That was the first I knew of it. Mm. I'd, I'd never heard, I, as far as I was concerned, if you'd said, I would have bet anything that it was ABC mm. until I heard that on the Archers. But looking at, judging by the table that was presented on Twitter, he's got A stars and A's with those numbers. Yeah, but then he was, he, was, he, was, uh, he was in a massive sulk because he got a seven, wasn't he? Yeah, he's done yeah, very that's... well. Yeah. What do you think the Star Wars figure was? Because why didn't they say which character it was? Well, he was pining over a vintage Darth Vader, wasn't he? It seemed nonsensical to me because, sorry to be a pedant, but this is a safe space for pedants. So, yes. Um, there's no way that Castrap Chelsea would be able to buy a Star Wars figure that would excite Brad that much because On it's eBay. such an overinflated, exactly, it's such an overinflated environment. It's the one thing. She wouldn't be able to get him. I'll tell you how you can get good stuff on eBay when people have done spelling errors. Kerry pounces. Yeah. So it probably said Star Was. Is this where is this where you bought your sex doll of Bran Aldridge? <laughs> you beat me to it, Matthew. I was gonna do a doldo joke, but um <laughs> But that's true. If you get if you look for typos. Uh, where idiots have put things on eBay, you can steal stuff. Kerry Warbis up late every night harvesting idiots. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, by the way, the pizza van was mentioned, wasn't it? But in uh, abstraction. Yeah. Because Toya said she was going to go and get a slice of pizza because everyone was saying that they're good. So it seems to be doing okay. They've made sure we understand it's a success so no one can ever question why mm. it's like, oh, you know, uh, every time they need some kind of plot device, Ian breaks down here, Ian turns up driving past. <laughs> yeah, so Ian will be popping up all over the place, the pain in the arse that he is. Um, talking of things that pop up and are a pain in the arse, mm. um, there's an advert about to be inserted in the show, Ooh. which of course people can dodge with a trip to patreon.com forward slash the slideshed. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back, everyone. Um, Kerry, who have who have we not called an idiot? Ooh, there aren't many. One last person we can call an idiot before we uh, round up the show. <laughs> I'm trying to think who wasn't. Oh, well, Brad is not an idiot. There you go. 
He's not an idiot. Tracy's a bit of a knob for not saying that she's lost her job, which she clearly has. So she's definitely lost her job, is she? No, we don't know that. Yeah, that's that's that was my confusion as well. I'm I mean I yeah, I just it's the least original comment ever is about to come up. I just want nice things to happen to Tracy and soon, please. I don't ha- I can't had I haven't got enough the bandwidth to to take mm. on any more hurt for the Horribins. Cuz she said that she had to swap shifts, which we all were wondering is that not true? If she did have to swap shifts, she'd be working nights and sleeping days so oh, i don't know sitting on a bench when you're meant to be at work something's up isn't it yeah and if she's if she's that skint she doesn't have i mean she doesn't have the money to sit out all day you know I, yeah i wondered about you know because she said she took um them to the bull for dinner and uh brad said oh can we afford it she went yes because if i can't do that for my mm. boy blah 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 and it made me think oh no is she going to have got one of those horrible loans oh no or a credit card where you know it's extortionate i mean you assume she's got no credit rating because Mm. it was it i mean no offense to dear tracy but like it was quite she was she was no jazzer but she wasn't much better was she with her financial affairs before Mm. together she was always kind of you know Mm. Uh, flying by the seat of her pants but a bit. part of part of pretending you've got a job is got to be covering bills hasn't it somehow yeah so i'm just worried that she might have fallen down the awful debt hole yeah that would be that would make sense well thank you kerry <laughs> sorry and by the way how has bloody george got a car oh because he's spoiled shit isn't he his dad's minted that was annoying yeah. With the guinea pig in it. Oh god, okay, yeah, there we go. That's um yeah, the guinea pig, the guinea pig haircut thing. That was so that was the first thing, wasn't it? Mm. My second prediction uh is that eventually Oliver is gonna set up some kind of beauty spa and Chelsea will be handling all of that at the new Grey Gables. There you go, Terry. That's how you do a prediction. That's how oh. you do a prediction. A nice cheerful one that everyone can have a you know, like a campfire. Sorry guys, I don't know what yeah. came over me there. Sorry. They're all gonna die. <laughs> Isn't that what he says in Zulu? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thing is, I'm so, you two are, you two have got actual backbones and sort of like the ability to sort of like uh, 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 form opinions of your own. I'm, I'm susceptible. I go wherever the wind blows. So it's, you know, it's quite a roller coaster for me. <laughs> oh, Peter, you're such a sweet boy. There is no way that the scriptwriters will allow Tracy to have horrific times, and that be it. There will be some beautiful, brilliant outcome for her and for Chelsea. They will stretch it out for two years. Oh, possibly. <laughs> yeah, that's the point, Kerry. Mm. It might not. It might not be forever. But whether it feels like forever is a different thing altogether. Well, fifteen minutes feels like forever often, doesn't it? So, if people want to mm. um, get in touch to uh, tell us how wrong or how right we are, uh, or just or just sympathise with, with what an exploited young man I am, um, <laughs> then where do they go? Well, you can come to Twitter at the Cider Shed Pod. That's a fun place to come. Uh, we had one five star review, which was excellent. Matthew, you got a right shout out on in this one. I'm wondering whether you wrote this yourself. What the what? Um, there was a five star review, and it was from Mrs. Street, which maybe is Matthew's alternative persona. Don't know. Nom, nom de boast. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, and it said great. 
audible belly laugh at Matthew's veg stock pun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm glad to know I'm right up Mrs. Street. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for that five-star review. Please, anyone who thinks we're okay, put a five-star review on, put some words on. The instructions on how to do so are attached to our podcast information. And Matthew, if people want to have a more sort of picture-based or facey experience, where do they go? They can get in touch with us, same handle as Twitter, at the Cider Shed Pod on Instagram. Um, I generally post ridiculous things there. <laughs> so come come and join the fun. And do, you, do you put like a perimeter? Is there a perimeter to show how many cans of um, uh, Morrison uh, uh, pear cider you knock back when you're writing the ridiculous things? No, I don't. I should include that, shouldn't I? Matthew, uh, they're not ridiculous. They're absolutely spot on. Okay, thank you. And uh, there is a Facebook group called the Cider Shed Podcast where you can come and post all your weir- weird and wild predictions for the week to come or your thoughts on the previous weeks. And, yeah, come and join. Uh, and also, interesting news, the uh, the football, uh, the, the um <laughs> Fancy football's over. We're not doing that anymore. So anyway, we'll just move on, move on. Move on. Did you change your team up today, Peter? No need. Best team ever. <laughs> um, what I've done is, uh, what I've done is, I'm just changed. Instead of, I'm no longer now. I'm just trying to win a moral victory. I no longer care about points. It's, it's about you know, a, a loyalty. I'm a loyal man. I'm not going to do the dirty on those brave young lads. Yeah, it's early days, you know. Exactly. Football is a funny old game, Peter. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. So who's top, who's bottom? <laughs> Is that Rory and Julianne again? Rory, probably both. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Matthew, but I think me and Max, that's my son, we went up this week, didn't we? I think You did. You were in second, second place. Ju- Julia Fremantle is still in first place. You're second. I think I'm seventh or eighth. And... Um, just hang on let me just scroll still scrolling do you think think julie Fremantle is actually jose Mourinho? yeah probably it's probably a shared account between jose uh pep not arteta and uh Uh, please look at the uh, premier league table it's upside down mate well, I'm just going to fade this out, guys, while Kerry and Matthew bicker uh, <laughs> about their collection of football teams. And, uh, yeah, uh, thank you very much for a lovely week. Um, I've actually, you know, I've had, a, I've had a tough week, and this has really put bounce to my step. So thank you, Kerry and Matthew, and Aww. thank you, everyone, for listening. Love you, Peter. Oh, right back at you both. Love you, Matthew. Love you too, Kerry. Love you, Peter. Oh, oh, oh guys. Oh, oh. Bye. See you next. Oh, I won't see you next week. I'm off to Mallorca. Bugger off, Warbus. Yeah, two weeks off. Woo. Rub it in. Why don't you? It's, yeah. Oh, hang on. I live. I, I live in the Iberian Peninsula. All right. See you later, yeah. everyone. Bye. Adios. Hang on.